When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Dan, and of course, if you're listening to this on Thursday, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we are pushing up our picks pod today because of the holidays, so we will not have a Friday podcast. So today you're going to hear our picks pod, which of course includes one of our Football Insider subscribers. Uh, and if you want to check out Football Insider, I think it's worth your time. You can go to cleveland.com slash browns and click on the blue banner at the top of the page. You get a newsletter in your inbox every day. You get access to those exclusive stories on cleveland.com slash browns. And of course, uh, a chance to be a part of our text subscription service, which is where we, we find the people to come in and make our picks with us, uh, do our post-game Zoom shows with us. I know the people that are involved with it, and you're going to hear from, from one of them at the end of this podcast. Uh, they really enjoy it for a lot of reasons. So I, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Uh, so again, go to cleveland.com slash browns, click on that blue banner up at the top of the page. And now here is our weekly picks podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. I am Dan Lobby. This is our picks edition of the podcast, our last podcast of the week uh, until we get to our post-game show uh, after the Browns take on Jacksonville. So we are going to do our picks today on the pod, and I will introduce our panel here before we get going. Uh, Ellis is not with us, so no Ellis Williams, and that's a good thing because he's in first place, 23-20-1 overall after going 2-2 two and two last week, and we just don't need to hear Ellis take victory laps about that. So uh, no Ellis today. He emailed me his picks, though, so he will still be making all of his picks. Uh, you guys, of course, I already introduced myself. I'm still in second, 21-23, uh, 1-3 last week, and just completely in the tank. I'm using a new strategy this week that I will unveil shortly, um, but... I'm going to get this thing turned around. Doug Lay Maurice is with us. Doug, 20 and 24 overall, one and three last week. You you were kind of on a little roll there, weren't you, Doug? I just double checked. I haven't had a winning week in six weeks. Guess not. Doug. So it has not been going well lately. Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, do you have your updated record against Ellis, though? Or should we not yeah, talk about that? Whatever it is, mine's a zero against <laughs> however many times I've gone against that guy. <laughs> And of course, you just heard the voice of Mary Kay Cabot. She went two and two last week, badly needed, treading water week for Mary Kay, now at 14 and 22 overall. And our texter, uh, two and two week from Gary Morocco last week. Texter is now sitting at 17 and 27. So they turn to Tim D'Alessandro, who joins us here on our, our Zoom. Tim, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm looking to have some fun and try to get a couple wins for the uh, for the textures here. Not All right. <laughs> now, here's how I'm looking at this this week. This is a Thanksgiving themed podcast. So part of this is laziness, but part of this is I just I need help. So to me, I'm, I'm looking I'm going to listen here. I'm going to listen to the games you guys pick. And I'm going to view it as like a Thanksgiving table. And I'm going to see what you guys pick. And if there's a pick I like, I'm going to grab it for myself. Sweet <laughs> potatoes, the cranberry sauce, the what else is there? I know there's all kinds of stuff. The pumpkin pie. 
I'm going to listen. I'm going to view it as that Thanksgiving table, and I'm going to take your picks from you guys. Or I might go the other way. I don't know. But I just – I got to get out of this rut. So I'm counting on all of you guys to help me out here. Um, I will let Doug go first. Since Ellis is not here, we'll let Doug go first. Doug's, what, Doug, what's your first pick? Well, Dan, I'm glad that now now that you are laying this out as a Thanksgiving spread, I'm glad I'm going first because I have a big, juicy turkey leg for you, Dan. This is a Dan Lobby pick. Oh, boy. Already. It's go- It's going against the Jets, man. Going <laughs> against the Jets. Miami minus six and a half. Miami coming off a tough loss. Tua got benched at the end of that game. They get the Jets. The Jets, as far as I know, still stink. They're still tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Six and a half isn't much to ask. The Dolphins fell a little back in the playoff race last week with that loss. Now back to six and four. They absolutely need this. They're not going to go lose to New York. And so when they go, they're not going to, they're not going to win this game 23 to 20. Miami is going to handle its business. Giving six and a half to the Jets is not a problem. Dan, taste it. That's some good. I don't know if you like dark meat or white meat. <laughs> this is here. I'm, I'm handing you the knife and the fork carve into this bird and go against the jets my friend i'm I'm sending it back i'm gonna have ham instead (laughs) i don't trust miami after what i am shocked after what miami did to me last week against against the broncos i can't trust them the jets covered against the chargers i I do love picking against the jets i really do i can't do it this i can't make that one of my picks at least not right now so for right now i'm gonna pass on that one mary Kay, what do you have well, you know what? My first game that I'm going to go with is one that we've been hearing about all day long today, not knowing when it was going to be played and uh, not even knowing really if it was going to be played. So it's the uh, the Steelers by four over the Ravens. Now, the Ravens right now have got a bunch of guys on the COVID list. Uh, they've got Mark Andrews on the COVID list. They've got Mark Ingram They've got J.K. Dobbins and other guys, and it just seems like uh, it's a recipe for disaster for them. They're playing in Pittsburgh. Uh, The Steelers are undefeated, as we know, and the Ravens have kind of been falling apart a little bit, and they're just having a really weird week. So uh, I I think four is is actually reasonable. I think it's going to be probably a lot a wider margin than that, actually. Ellis went the other way on this game. Ellis took uh, the Ravens plus four. He says, much like the Eagles-Browns, felt like Philly's last stand. This is the Ravens' chance to course correct their season one game. I'm not sure Baltimore wins, but play the Steelers to a field goal game. And he wins. And I'm looking at this. Am I balling this? It's getting passed around the table. I'm kind of holding it, thinking, do I want this or not? I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it moving for now, but I might come back to it. I, I might. Okay. Anybody else have that one? No. All right. Tim, what do you have for for your first game? Okay, for my first one, I gotta go back to what Doug was saying. I gotta pour some gravy on that turkey leg. Uh, I'm going with Miami as well too. Uh, you know, six and a half points. I don't think is enough for the Jets. They need a little bit more than that. Um, I expect Miami to rebound well. Um, the Miami, they, you know, they just get they get a bunch of turnovers. They, they, I think they're third right now in the league in turnovers. Our old pal uh, Emmanuel Ogba, I expect him to have a big game. Probably get the, they might even get the double digit sacks in this game, on the year. 
And uh, my betting philosophy is bet against the worst team in the NFL, and that's the New York Jets. You guys, are talk- you guys are talking me into this. That turkey's starting to look better. And you're sitting like right in between me and Tim at the <laughs> table, and we are just passing the turkey back and forth under your nose. You've got to take a bite at I'm, some point, man. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking that's, that's moving up my list here a, a little bit. Uh, Tim, what's your second game? All right, my uh, second game here, I got a uh, – this is the first one that really jumped out at me during the week was uh, Tennessee at Indianapolis. It's a payback game here. Um, Tennessee's getting three points, and I expect Tennessee to actually win this game. Um, you know, the last game, it was a lot of uh, blunders by the punting unit, especially their punter and the block punt. Um, the game fell apart right after that. You know, they scored 14 points off of those uh, botch punts. And uh, I expect Tennessee to make some adjustments on defense. They were pr- playing pretty loose in the second half. Um, expect the expect them to tighten it down and those Forrest Buckner might not even be playing in that game. So I like Tennessee. Doug. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about this game because this game matters a lot to the Browns because I think it, it would be better for the Browns. If sort of one of these, one of these teams just sort of went in the tank that they're both seven and three right now. The good thing for the Browns is one of these teams has to lose this game. So that's good. But I think it would be good for the Browns if the loser just falls off a cliff. And I can't tell right now which is the better team between Indy and Tennessee. It actually feels like Indy's maybe trending up a little bit and Tennessee is trending down. So with the, with the Titans on the horizon for the Browns, the idea that if Tennessee goes and loses this game and then the Browns take care of it and all of a sudden like Tennessee's in free fall a little bit, I think that feels like that would be good for the Browns. So I'm very curious, Tim, if you're right, that resets everything again. Like Tennessee gets payback. Okay, now Tennessee and the culture both going at it. Do they both win 11 games or something like that, right? And then all of a sudden it just makes the playoff picture a little bit more difficult for everybody. So I'm staying away. I don't know what I think, but, I, but I'm very curious to find out who truly is better between the Colts and the Titans. And I think this will go a long way to telling us that. You know, I, I looked at this game and I really thought about it. Uh, I, I really considered uh, taking this game, but the DeForest Buckner thing kind of, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, if, if he doesn't play in that game, then I think it becomes really hard to stop Derrick Henry, you know, and, and that, I, I don't know, that just kind of, that gave me pause right there. And it, it just made me think, you know, I don't know what's happening in this game. It, it could really go either way. Um but I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting pick and one that I really looked long and, and hard at there, but I just, uh, the Buckner thing just kind of made me a little nervous about the whole thing. All right. So Mary Kay, what's your second game? My second game is, I'm going to regret this one, but um, <laughs> Chiefs, the Chiefs over the Bucks by three and a half. We've got Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Uh Tom looked a little, uh, a little distraught after their loss the other night. And uh, Kansas City, wow, did they come through? Did Patrick come through at the end of that game? So I, I think they're kind of riding high from that a little bit. The line's only three and a half. Uh, it is in Tampa, uh, but I still think that, uh, I don't know, it seems like the Chiefs are kind of st- starting to hit their stride a little bit. So I, I'm going to go with the Chiefs to cover. I'm tempted on this one too. 
I, I really like I, I like taking the Chiefs in this game. That that one that one's getting circled there. That that's another that's another one that I'm circling here. It's it's always a little dangerous. So the Chiefs only have one loss. They have the Bucks and the Saints left on the schedule, which is interesting that that that's the matchup between those divisions this year. It's just a matter of like, do you think the Chiefs are going fifteen and one? I mean, like they're really good, but really good teams sometimes go like thirteen and three. Right. And I just like Tom Brady is, I'm sure, ready to murder somebody this week. Like this is with with what happened to Tampa last week. I, I just it would make me nervous that Tampa at home with an angry Tom Brady and you're just looking through the schedule and thinking, oh, I mean, the Chiefs are awesome. They'll go 14 and two. It's like, well, where's their other loss? It's probably either here or New Orleans. And I just feel like maybe angry Tom makes it here. So I'm staying away from this. Good luck to you guys if you're going with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Doug, game number two. Dan, tasty. Take a tasty bite Another here. One. Another one. Listen, Joe Burrow is propping the Bengals up by himself this year. Without Joe Burrow, I have no idea what's going to happen to that team. And actually, the New York Giants have been pretty darn competitive for the last month or so. So the Giants, given five and a half to the Bengals, I think Brandon Allen's going to start at quarterback for well, Cincinnati like- this week. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I just feel like the giants are actually considering their, they don't have a very good record. I think they are often a competitive football team week to week for a team that's three and seven. And by the way, a team that's three and seven and absolutely in the, in the playoff chase in that awful division. So like, this is a big game for the giants. The Bengals just lost their guy. I think they will be emotionally deflated as well as quarterbackly deflated. Five and a half, I'll give that. So I'll take the Giants minus five and a half over the Bengals. Ellis had this game too. He had Giants minus five and a half for a lot of the same reasons. Um, he said Ryan Finley went three for 10 and was sacked three times, filling in for an injured Joe Burrow. It went so bad that the Bengals uh, look like they're starting Brandon Allen on Sunday. Allen started three games for Denver last season. Browns fans, of course, remember one of those very, very well. Uh, went one and two. Browns fans remember that one. And completed 46% of his passes. Still jo- no Joe Mixon for the Bengals either. You know what? I'm taking it. This is number one right here. I, I, the Giants make me nervous, but I'm with you, Doug, on, you know, I think they're sort of, trending the right way or at least as the right way as you can trend in that division they might win that division honestly uh that's the one that's the one kind of weird game that i still kind of look at on the brown schedule and think oh that's you know there's some some speed bumps there when the browns go to kind of go to new jersey for that one so uh, you know that five and a half makes me a little nervous but the Bengals are just the Bengals are in disarray right now it's not just joe burrow but there's that report I mean, they're just falling apart. Zach Taylor has lost them. Uh, You know, I I think, uh, yeah, I'm going Giants minus five and a half. That's going to be the first one that I grab. Tim, I was sitting between you and Doug watching you guys pass around that Dolphins game. Do you have this one too? Uh, No. I mean, I thought about it, but um, I don't like the bet – I mean, I don't think they're both very good teams, so I'll stay away from that. You know, it can go either way. Yeah, but – you know, this, this, is, this feels a little risky, but uh, this is like something that I might be allergic to, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it anyway. Uh, Tim, why don't you give us your third game? Okay, my next one is uh, the Los Angeles Superchargers at the Buffalo Bills. And Los Angeles is getting five and a half points. 
Um, I actually like the Bills in this one. The Bills are, uh, I expect them to rebound off that close loss against Arizona last week. They're returning home. And, uh, you know, it's, they really need to win this game if they want to stay ahead of uh, the Dolphins, who are only a game back from them. And I think with Los Angeles, although they're playing better, Herbert looks like the real deal. Um, you know, I think it's a lot of travel is going to catch up to them. The last four weeks, they went from Los Angeles to Miami, back to Los Angeles, now to Buffalo. So that, I think that's a lot of travel in the last four weeks. So I'm going with the Bills and uh, Josh Allen. This is an Ellis game. Uh, he's taking he's taking the Bills also. Coming off a of bye, the Bills crush a Chargers team that just beat the Jets. High of 48 in Buffalo on Sunday. So I have no cliche weather stat to share here. Um, so there you go. Ellis is, Ellis is on that one too. Same, same direction. And I'm on the other side. <laughs> I had it written down. This was not just an anti-Ellis, anti-Tim pick. I've been doing a lot um, with the idea of teams beating bad teams and good teams with, you know, bad records against good teams and good records against bad teams and making the point that, Hey, yeah, the Browns are six, no against teams with losing records, but that's how everybody does it. The bills are the exception to the rule this year. The bills are four and three against teams with winning records. They really have had a very difficult schedule and managed it. The bills have only played three, three teams with losing records and they won all three, but those three games, they it's two games against the jets. They won 27, 17 and 18 to 10. That second game against the jets was really weird. 18 to 10. The jets were in it the whole game. And then the Patriots, that they won 24-21 when the Patriots are driving at the M and Cam fumbles. So they're 3-0 and against bad teams, but they're all very close games, closer than you would expect them to be. I've been on the wrong side of the Bills and the Chargers a million times, but I think that in this game, Justin Herbert will throw the game-winning touchdown pass in the final five seconds. It will once again be reviewed and overruled by the officials and the bills will win, but they won't cover. So I think this game's at five and a half, right? Tim, is that right? Five and a half. So I'll take those points. I think the bills probably win, but I think this is like 21, 17, 23, 20, 27, 24. I think it's close enough that I actually feel pretty good taking those stinking chargers plus five and a half. Okay. So we've got three for Doug, three for Tim, Three for Ellis. Mary Kay, what's your third? I have got Derek Carr, one of the best memes of the week. Derek Carr, that we've seen that uh, all week long, that look of his when, uh, when Patrick Mahomes did his thing in that game. Uh, so I think he's going to come back with a little bit of a vengeance. And obviously, these guys have so much to play for. So much is at stake. Uh, you know, right now, I think they're, I think they're the seventh seed. I think they're the seventh seed in the, uh, in the AFC, uh, but they've got the Falcons and uh, I think they're going to cover it's by three. I I'm taking the Raiders in this game. I, I think they can, I think they can pull that off. Well, I'm, I'm glad you, you picked that one because I was starting to get a little desperate and I was just, I was starting to look at games thinking maybe I'd have to like, find some games on my own here. And that was one that I looked at and said, you know what? I like this. I think the Raiders are a good team. I think they control the football really well. It's been one of their strengths. Um, for whatever reason, they play Kansas City tough, but I just think they're a good football team regardless. Uh, so I am also going to take the Raiders uh, minus the three uh, over the Falcons. I, I just, I really like that team for some reason. And, you know, they were really impressive when they came in and played the Browns in bad weather. 
Uh, and I liked that team. I got to find, I got to get a third game here. Come on. So I'm leaving. Come on. Come on. I am. I'm Jets. leaving the table this Thanksgiving dinner. I'm done with it. You guys let me down. I'm out of here. I'm going to the neighbor's house or whatever, going to the in-laws, something like that. And I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks minus five against Philadelphia. Uh, I think the, uh, the, as we saw, the Eagles are teetering. For some reason, I picked the Eagles both against the spread and straight up last week against the Browns. I'm going to go the other way here, and I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks minus five against Philadelphia. And I'm going to feel pretty good about the fact that I left you guys all behind with whatever food you're going to eat, whatever leftovers you're going to have. I'm taking the Seahawks minus five over the Eagles. Um, so the two I took from you guys are the Giants minus five and a half at the Bengals and the Raiders minus three over the Falcons. So that's all right. Well, I might regret, I might regret that Giants one. That one you know, still makes me nervous. Russell, I think you're right about the, the Seahawks, but gosh, I mean, the, the two times that I, that I picked Russ this, uh, this season, he let me down. So I'm shying away from, from Russ right now. <laughs> Just the, the weirdest games that, you know, that they were like no brainers and they lost them. So I would just like to make everyone realize that Tim and I will be dining on the jets stink leftovers all week. <laughs> and Dan, you can't have any me and Tim will split that whole bird, baby. Tim, you grab a leg of Adam Gase. I'll grab the other leg and pull. We're going to wishbone the jets all the way to a big win that Dan lobby who invented betting against the jets. Dan, you invented this. They have not won a game the whole year. And Thanksgiving week, you are staring them in the face and picking the Seahawks, who are like the craziest team in the league. You know the Seahawks are going to beat the Eagles by like two. So I'm just telling you, I just, I'm just giving you a final chance to grab some Jets bird. You know, Doug, a couple of weeks ago, you talked us. You talked a lot. You talked us out of the Texans. And we all took big losses there. But I got... I, I don't know. I just kind of, I think I'm doing it. I think I'm, I'm going to take the giants game. Actually, I'm going to take the giants game and I'm going to throw that out. I'm going with the other, I'm going the other way. I'm going to take the jets. I'm not the jets. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to go Miami six and a half against the jets. And I'm glad that there is an, a record of me making this just awful mistake when I go Oh, and four again next week. <laughs> and People can look back and just laugh at the mistakes I made. Um, and, and getting to, talked into some of these picks. All right, we got to do our Browns pick. Tim, we got the Browns here at minus six and a half going to Jacksonville. You get to lead us off. What is your pick for this game? Okay, here we have, this is, uh, this, is the, this is the dessert right here, pumpkin pie, or in my family, we have apple pie. Ooh, yeah. nice. Um, all right, so... Uh, I have here that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are getting six and a half points. Um, it's at Jacksonville. Um, I don't see any way how Jacksonville wins this game or even makes it close. I know the Browns have some, a few a few big players out, notably Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. Um, but I mean, Jacksonville doesn't do anything well on offense or defense, passing or running on either side. They turn the ball over a lot. They're minus six. The Browns are plus six. Um, the only way the Browns keep this game close is if they try to get cute by, you know, trying to fling the ball around the yard with Baker. You know, just stick to what works best. Run the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. 
and uh, you know I think they'll come home with the victory and you know win by at least a touchdown. That's where I'm at too. I, it's just even with the the COVID stuff, and you know you're going to be without Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, uh, Sione Taki Taki. You're going to be missing guys. The Browns can still just line up and run the football and control the clock, control the game. <clears throat> Jacksonville not very good. They're going to be starting Mike Glennon. So, you know, maybe Olivier Vernon's going to have another big day. Uh, it's just hard for me to not see the Browns winning this game by a touchdown, at least. So uh, I'm taking the Browns minus six and a half in this one as well. So is Ellis. Ellis writes, uh, Browns minus six and a half at Jacksonville, dot, 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 because, duh. So that's Ellis's insight on, uh, on the pick. Doug, what do you have? I would not take this game if I didn't have to. Right. I, this, seriously, this this Browns team, honestly, for real, if you started the season and you said, hey, you're going to be 7-3, and three, but in your 11th game of the year, you're not going to have Odell Beckham, Miles Garrett, or Denzel Ward. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, this is, this is a devastating group of injuries for a team that also mic- missed Nick Chubb for a month. So I, I don't think this is an easy lift. This is exactly the kind of thing I make. I don't have, when's the last time Mike Glennon played a football game? I mean, it's like you don't you know what they're going to do. Of course, I'm not going to take Jacksonville. That would be insane. They're not even trying to win. They want to tank for Justin Fields. So I get it. They're going to lose. But man, this does feel to me to be right in like a 27, 21 you know, 28-24 kind of zone where the Browns win and don't cover or Mike Glennon gets some screwball backdoor touchdown in the final two minutes. So I don't feel good about it. I mean, this the Ward injury is, is a big injury, as you guys have been covering all week. We all know that. And when you pair your best pass rusher and your best corner are out, that's just even Mike Glennon sometimes can look pretty good against that. So reluctantly, I'm going to take, the Browns to give the six and a half. But, you know, I, the last couple of weeks I've been saying, this is the week, this is the week where it all comes together. It all comes together. It just makes it a little hard for everything to come together when you don't have your dudes. So I'll, I'll put on hold the idea of the Browns playing their best game. I still think it's coming. I just think it might not be this week, but I think maybe they do find a way to win this 27 to 17 or something, but I don't know that it's going to be a blowout. Here's, here's what will make you feel better though. I want you to close your eyes. Imagine Nick Chubb taking a handoff, cuts back to his left, through the hole. Who's waiting there for him? His old buddy, <laughs> Joe Schobert. I, I feel I feel okay about this game. Yeah, Mary Kay, what's your pick? You know what? I, I'm definitely taking uh, the Browns uh, to cover. I just think that the the Jaguars just do not have much to offer whatsoever in this game. There is no doubt in my mind that the Browns are going to win this one pretty big. You know, when you look at who's out for the Browns, I just don't think it's going to hurt them all that much in this game. Yes, Miles is out, but when you've got still uh, pro bowlers like Olivier Vernon, Sheldon Richardson, and then you've got Adrian Claiborne, who is a really good pass rusher in his own right, uh, that's just that's way too much for, for their offensive line still to handle. Um, Taki Taki's out, but you know, I mean, he, he had the great pick six last week, but they still have guys that can step in and Malcolm Smith and, and Tay Davis and Jacob Phillips is coming back. So, uh, you know, even though Taki Taki had a nice game and a big play last week, 
I still think they're fine there. Uh, you know, the war, the loss of Ward hurts because you don't really have anybody exactly like Denzel or the caliber of a Denzel that can step in for him. Uh, but I just don't think it's going to matter all that much against the one nine Jaguars and Mike Glennon. And I'm, I'm just not feeling it. I mean, I think that uh, they can get the job done with Kevin, you know, it's an opportunity for, for Kevin Johnson, former first round pick to step up and show, uh, you know, he came in here wanting to prove uh, and get himself back on the map and prove that he can be a starting cornerback in the NFL chance for him to step up and prove some things. Uh, you know, MJ Stewart or Tavier is going to have to uh, come in in the nickel and, and replace uh, KJ there. But I, I think they're going to be okay. I mean, once again, as you guys mentioned, throw that two headed monster at this team, they're going to have no answer for Nick Chubb. They're going to have no answer for Kareem Hunt. Uh, they're going to have no answer if uh, against Baker and Richard, you know, I, I just don't think that, that there's any question that this is going to be a big victory by the Browns. Okay. So a clean sweep, everybody picking the Browns dug a little more reluctantly than the rest of us, but um, everybody going with the Browns in this game, maybe that should make people nervous actually when, when that happens, maybe that's uh that's a reason people should, you know what? Pause here. I'm changing my pick. Give me the Jaguars with the, with the points. I just keep I just keep thinking of the the score I'm going to pick for the paper. What am I for the web? What am I going to pick? What am I going to pick? I'm going to pick like twenty seven twenty one, and that's not a cover. I just think it's a touchdown game, or less. I just think it's like a five point game. I think they win. I think they win. I just I I I can't get away from that. So sorry, sorry, sorry. I just been sitting here in my own thoughts. <laughs> Give me the Jaguars plus the six and a half. See, that's the problem on this pod. We sit around and think too much. Now, wait a minute, Doug. The last two weeks, you were super confident that they were going to blow out the Eagles and the Texans, right? So why? So yeah. So you're basically saying that the injuries—that's what's changing your mind about this one, right? Denzel's so good. Denzel's so good. The Jaguars actually have a couple, a couple decent receivers, and I just feel like sometimes it felt like the league started to figure out, figure out Luton, right. That he was actually pretty good in the first week. And then last week he throws four picks Gardner Minshew. They they're, they're one and nine. Cause they won their opener. And everybody was like, Oh my gosh, I thought the Jaguars were going to be the worst team in the league. No, they're good. Cause Gardner Minshew played pretty well early. Then they started to figure out Gardner Minshew. Mike Lennon stinks, but he hasn't played in a while. I think sometimes you just throw something in the mix. You don't have your best corner. You don't have your best pass rusher. Here's a quarterback that you don't have a ton of film on lately, and like weird stuff happens. I just they they the, the Raiders game was kind of the culmination of them just being a little too injured after a long slog, right? I mean, they just didn't have enough juice. Miles only played half the game. Chubb didn't play. Then they got to the bye, and these last two games were gigantic for them. These were must-win games against the Texans and the Eagles. Now you get to the other side of that. You don't have Denzel. You got a weird team. You're going on the road when you've been home forever. I just think it can get a little weird, and I can't get away from the weird. I don't think they lose. I don't think they lose because I think the whole thing about the two-headed monster, they're not going to let you lose. They're not going to let you lose. But I see a backdoor cover, or I see it takes a game-winning drive at the end to make it happen. It just feels too – I just am worried by the weirdness. And also, like I said, I haven't had a winning week in a month and a half, so don't (laughs) listen to me. Well, I just – you know, the fact that they've lost so many guys to injuries, I mean, they got so beat up during that Steelers game. Uh, You know, Josh Allen is out. You know, Hayden's out. I mean, they've got – you know, they they put like three guys on injured reserve. I don't know. Maybe Mike Lennon will come in and uh, 
and just play out of his mind and, and surprise us. But I, I just, I don't know. I just have a, a feeling that it's, it's going to be, I don't know, 10 points or more. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there you have it. Our picks. We all, uh, all of us except Doug now picked the Browns. Uh, Doug is going to pick the Browns straight up, but uh, did not take them with the six and a half points. So here's where we put Tim on the spot. I believe he's prepared for this moment. Tim, <laughs> you are our football insider subscriber. So tell us, what do you love about football insider? Why are you a subscriber? Uh, I mean, the football insiders and the orange and brown podcast is definitely what I'm thankful for, you know, this Thanksgiving. I'm a traveling healthcare worker, so I'm kind of all around the country. And, uh, you know, I don't always get to hear like the local radio broadcast and the news uh, reporting shows. So um, relying on you guys for information and getting those text messages is really helpful to stay up to date you know, with what's going on. And what makes it more fun is the Browns are actually, you know, pretty competitive and good. And so you really want to hear about what's going on, you know, who's on the, especially now with this COVID list, you know, going on, there's always news. And, uh, and you guys provide such great content um, throughout the text and the articles that you provide and the podcasting. It's just, uh, I feel like this is like the least I could do to, you know, support, you know, the great content that you guys provide for us. In addition to, you know, I haven't been able to attend one of the post-game uh, uh, Zoom calls that you do, but I always get to listen to it afterwards. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to sit down and, you know, chime in with a few questions. And, uh, you know, it, you know, this is a lot of fun being able to make some picks. This is, you know, very out of the norm of my normal day-to-day -day basis. So, it, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's just worth a shot. You know, it's only um, a couple, you know, $4 a month. You know, it's like, well, you know, don't go to Starbucks, to, you know, two times. And, you know, that pays for it right there. So, um, you know, it's just a lot of fun. I, I mean, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, I've been listening to the podcast. I don't know when, when did you start the podcast, Dan? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I, I honestly, I can't remember. I can't remember when we actually started doing the, the Browns pod. It's been, it's been a few years. Yeah. I, I think I first started listening when Baker was a rookie. I think that's when but Yeah, I we were definitely started. doing them then. Okay. Yeah. So it's been at least a few years. I've been around for a little while and it gets, it gets better and better, you know, each year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, at least try it and you'll be surprised how much you, you enjoyed it because that's exactly what I did. All right. Tim just sold it better than we can. <laughs> man, we are thankful for Tim, baby. We are thankful for Tim. That was Thank a great you. blog. Thanks, man. That was really nice, Tim. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And, I, you know, look, the reason we do this, the reason we have our, our tech subscribers on our pods and do the post game shows is because we certainly appreciate you guys, um, you know, being willing to, to sign up for that, give it a shot and stick with it. And, you know, so this is kind of a, a way to get you more involved because you guys certainly deserve that as well. So uh, yeah, good way, good way to end it there for us, Tim. Uh, so for Tim, Mary Kay, Doug and Ellis who emailed in his picks, I am Dan. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We'll talk to you again after the Jaguars game. Thanks for listening.